I was going to make a joke about somewhere cold, but then I realized that I don't know. I know like three Canadian cities. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> You're three Canadian cities. Oh, I got one. Toronto. Toronto. I know more than three. Toronto, Vancouver. Vancouver. I'm not double counting Toronto, even though you said it twice. Edmonton. Edmonton. We're up to three. Ooh. Uh, you can do it. Winston. Wait, uh, you can do is it. it. Winston, Canada. Winston. Nope. nope. It's right across from Detroit. You're I've very been close. there. Winchester. No, no you're That's very close. Uh, do you want to keep trying, or do you want to move on? Montreal. Montreal. Four Canadians. I'm down to four. Wait, have I at least said all the the Canadian MLS teams? Yes. Okay. There's only three. Yeah, I've said them all. Win. Uh, you can do it. Win, I don't know. Windsor. Oh, Windsor. Like Windsor. a knot. Like a tie knot. Windsor. Like, what's his name on, on, uh, never mind. Winnipeg. Oh, I knew that. Wait, I, I can just go through the NHL teams, I suppose. Ottawa. Yeah. The capital of Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Calgary. Calgary. Yeah. They had the Winter Olympics there. Are we a, a hockey podcast all of a sudden? Hamilton. Sure. You, that's a name. It's <laughs> in Ontario. <laughs> Hamilton is in Ontario. Quebec City. That's a freebie. Oh, yeah. That's like cheating. Yeah, they give that one away. Halifax. Oh, I knew, I've heard of that, too. <laughs> I think we're finding that <laughs> I Listen, know a lot of Listen, we need to save this for our other pod. Our other pod? Canada Town Names Today. Canada <laughs> Town Names Today. Every week, we yeah. just start saying Canadian Town Names. Indeed. Live from the straight red plex <laughs> is a pre-taped podcast. We're sticking with that. We're sticking with what I love. Straight red plex. Straight red plex. What, you want yeah. me to call this Queens? I'm calling it the straight red plex. That's more glamorous than Queens. <laughs> Welcome to Straight Red. I'm, of course, your host, yeah. Jeff Ross. And mm. with me, as always, People Magazine's Man of the Year, 1997, Alex S. K. I was 12 Alex, years old. How my... did you pull that off as a small child? <laughs> I had large... Um, Bambi eyes. Ah. Bright smile. I call those anime eyes. Yeah. It, that was what it was, really. Yeah. That well, was th- my best, um, Well, thank God the doctors figured that out. Yeah, yeah. I've had a s- surgery. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Worth every penny. <laughs> Indeed. Worth every penny. <laughs> but that is why George Clooney is no longer on speaking terms with you. Indeed, yeah. He, he was my doctor. Second. I don't... Oh, no, second. Man of the year. Focus up on my dumb joke. Was well, he in... Was he... Was... Was he on ER? ER back in ninety seven? That was happening in ninety seven. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know ER? I don't know that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I know ER. I'm not trying to encroach oh, on your turf. Oh my goodness! Well, welcome to Straight Red. It's always a pleasure to be here, and we've got quite a bit to talk about in the mm-hmm. pre-show, which I that's because to. it's been about a month since we. <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> Alex Kibler was in Atlanta due to yeah. exile. Believe it or not, yeah, it was a brief exile from the. Have North you ever seen East. the Hunger Games? I have. I also read like that. the Hunger Games. What's the? Oh, there's Katniss. a short story. The Where lottery. A, no. What? There's a short story where there's a guy and he has like an island and he he invites this guy to the oh, island. The most dangerous game. Oh my god, yes. Gotta hunt man. Yes. It's the most dangerous game. The most dangerous game. Doesn't he kill him like on the cliffs? Uh, something and like then he escapes. Along the though. coast. I gotta tell you though. He is right about that. That would be the most dangerous game. I mean, yeah. Or playing if opposite were, of Luis Suarez. Oh, that's also topical. True. Topical. <laughs> we're topical for months ago. But I will tell you this. I will tell you this. I don't know how we would do in the manhood. I think I might get sleepy. I would do poorly. I'm um, sedentary. That's a good word for it. Yeah, you have one of those rascal scooters you drive around. <laughs> I you refuse keep, to walk. I would love to own a rascal scooter. Well, Can you imagine just, like, showing up to work in a rascal scooter? Yeah, just say you're disabled. They have to tolerate you. <laughs> you have to put up with it. We're treading on some touchy... Uh... Very touchy subjects. <laughs> well, anyway, we're supposed to do a soccer show. Yeah, probably. The Mexico versus United States game. Oh, I don't know if you have heard yeah. this. Alex S. Kibler. 65,000 tickets sold. It is sold out, and it's not until what? Six, uh, April? April the 15th. April 15th, yeah. tax day? Yeah. Sold out. San Antonio has said, we are ready for this game. There will be 65,000 
green shirts in well, that they, room. They, they switch to black. You gotta keep they, that mind. The shirts switch will be green. That I, reminds me, when I was in college, uh, Virginia Tech played Alabama in football, and they told the Virginia Tech fans to wear white, and they told the Alabama fans to wear maroon. And when you add that together, what you get is Alabama colors. <laughs> so it's, <laughs> it's just like an okay, Alabama listen, stadium. Listen. All right, everyone in, in, in the United States, we're supposed to tell us to wear, what, blue, and we tell Mexico to wear red, and then it looks like it's just nothing but United States, right? That's how the trick works. That is if we're If we're works. trying to, you know, Why would Mexico mislead be people. wearing red? I don't know. They're is supposed to wear a, green. Yeah, that's not in their flag, is it? I'm legitimately bothered by the fact that they're not wearing green. I don't know why that bothers you so much. I have a larger concern, like a lot of folks, is how many of these fans are cheering for the United States? Less than a third, I think, is a safe Less than a guess. Third. I would guess, that sounds about right? right? It's in Texas. It's in Texas, in San Antonio, Texas. But also, this is in the age of the American Outlaws, who have been very successful in a lot of different stadiums. Do we see fifty percent American support? No, I don't no, think we not do at all. I just yeah, had to I, ask. I, yeah. That's you were hoping for a hot I had take. To ask. I wanted a hot take. <laughs> on a hot take, someone to take it. What you got was a dismissal. No, straight it's ridiculous. forward. It's ridiculous. Like ridiculous. I'm going to watch this game, and I want a dosacero. The thing you have to keep in mind when it comes to that, though, is that sometimes you know it's very hit and miss with the U.S. Sometimes games, the 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 American Outlaws really organize a lot of the chapters together and it's an amazing crowd and then sometimes it's not. And it's, we are not yet to the point of the Mexican national team where it's green as far as the eye can see every single game. And can I make a small diversion here? Please. The Mexican national team plays more games, friendlies I should say, in yeah. the United States than they play in Mexico. And I think that's one of the best business decisions that they could make. Now, oh, I know sure. not everyone's on board with that because we're not Mexico, we're right. the United States. Last I checked. But if you're the Mexican national team, there are more of these giant stadiums in the U.S. Yeah, yeah. There is a huge uh, Mexican immigrant population in the United States who sure. still loves your team. They have a lot of money. Yeah. They will pay. They will show up in these stadiums, and you will sell them out. Of course. The Mexican national team can go almost anywhere in the U.S., and that's a sold-out game. Yeah. In fact, I don't know where in the U.S. that game's not sold out. That's a good point. Or at least not close. Yeah. I will say this. The game they won is a versus U.S. game. Mm -hmm. The previous record in San Antonio was Mexico versus South Korea. And that still sold about 54,000 tickets. It's amazing, really. That is... Mexico doesn't have any rivalry with South no, Korea. Not so they can draw 54,000 fans. I'm sure there were scattered south mm -hmm. korean fans but mm -hmm. i would be shocked that was not majority mexicans yeah 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 of course Fifty-four thousand fans uh by themselves mm -hmm. yeah i'm playing amazing. i'm playing all my games in the u.s yeah Kidding of course me? cash out well it comes down to you know if, if you're an expat in england you might wear more usa gear than you would if you were in you know like iowa although i'm, I'm sure the, the the iowans are rather patriotic but my point is is that these people are representing their home country in a different country. And I think it is if it's about selling merch and about selling tickets, if this is an expression for you to go and feel proud to be from Mexico, then go do it. I think it's great. Yeah. I hope that we get that way we as a, as a footballing nation as well. We need to get that way. Yeah. I'm not one of these people blaming Mexican-Americans for supporting the Mexican national no, team. No. If I you think, have Mexican heritage, I don't then mind by that. all means, go right ahead. And Mexico, I'll say it, more of a footballing nation in the United States. Oh, of course. Is. I can see how one could get on board with being a Mexico sure. fan. Plus, you can see them play in sure. the United States. And they're a good team. Yeah. They're yeah. a good team. However, we as U.S. fans, we need to show up. I think I said this a week, maybe two weeks ago. We just have to show up. We go through this a lot whenever we play in you know, the Southwest, uh, the West Coast, uh, Chicago, anytime we're playing Mexico yeah. in those areas. Like, oh, it's going to be mostly Mexican support. Mm -hmm. Great. Those tickets are available to anybody. Anyone if can Americans buy the tickets. are going to show up, then show up. Buy the tickets. Yeah. Buy the tickets. I agree. I'm not going to get on people's case because they support Mexico. Like, support your team. I don't get on anyone's case when they support El Salvador, like when we play in D.C. or something. Right, like exactly. It. Or uh, people supporting Brazil, although I will get on people's case. If you support Brazil and you're not Brazilian, preach. you have no connection to Jeff Brazil. Ross, preach. What is your deal? I get. Uh, listen. I'm, you can't just if pick a have, national team exactly. that you have no connection oh, to. Oh, I kind of like, I think it's cool that the, they, in fact. No, I, sir. Was it the 20, 
2010 Olympics or 2006 Olympics where there was some, it was someone on the ESPN staff did like an entire like five minute short film about how, oh, I'm going to support Brazil, this, this World God, Cup. I don't remember that. You know, and, and he's about as, you know, as American as Al Gore. It's like, why are you supporting Brazil? Why are you Brazil? doing this? Why are you doing this? Like, oh, they win. Great. You have to go with your country. They right? represent you. Do you think Brazil represents you? Not at all. They don't need you. They have Brazil. Exactly. <laughs> they don't need you. They have yeah. caipirinhas there. Ooh, very nice. Yes. If you're Brazilian, yeah. or you have some Brazilian heritage. like you're Jason Bra- Suarez, I'm looking at you. <laughs> They don't he's know gonna, who he is. No, he doesn't. Uh, he's a he, friend of mine. Listen, if you ever okay, think of what if you're if you want a visual on Jason Suarez. Oh my god. Think of like a gingerbread man. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Stretched out to, you know, a human proportion. Human proportions. Yeah. You call Jason Suarez a gingerbread man. I hope he listens to oh, this. Oh, I hope he does. He will never let you live that down. Oh, you will never hear the end of it. Speaking also, of I'm the... not disputing his gingerbread madness. Hold no, on, I have exactly. to finish this rant. Do it. If you have some kind of heritage connection, I don't have a problem with you supporting a team that's not the United States. Sure. So if you're Mexican-American and you want to support Mexico, I get it. Yeah. You're Mexican-American. Yeah, that's fine. I'm cool with that. You are an Italian-American. You support Italy. Like, okay, fine. But you just pick Brazil? You have no connection to Brazil? Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, it's almost what worse. What are you doing? Like it's it's like yeah, I um when I in my third semester in college, I oh, studied boo. abroad in Italy. I just I want to slap you in the face. <laughs> I will say this, and then we I know we have to move on. But, well, not uh, not really. I, but but I, I will say this: national teams are different than club teams. So oh, like yes. you could say, oh, I went on a trip to England, and that's why I'm a Tottenham Hotspur fan because I went to one game. Of course, fine. It doesn't matter. It's a club, right? But you don't become an England fan if you're not British. No, exactly. Like, you can't go visit, visit London and then um, become English. It doesn't work that oh, way. Oh, yeah, I support the Three Lions. Why? Yeah, exactly. We fought a war against these people. Well, during this game, though, we're going to get a chance to see the aforementioned black... Um, the black jerseys. Mexico jersey, but I potentially... They look, they look good. Potentially... The uh, the new USA Away kit. If oh. you guys have been paying attention this week, um, they've announced the new uh, Away kit replacing the Bomb Pops, which I'm really disappointed about. Never have I hated a jersey initially to grow to really appreciate it the like most. the Bomb Pops? The Bomb Pops. I oh, saw that man. initially. I was like, that is ridiculous. And now I really, I, you can't find one to buy it. I wanted to buy They're one. They're yeah. gone. I only have BizCash. I, I do have BizCash. Yeah. Got to keep it BizCash. Listen, I'm a fan of a soccer collar. Here we go. Listen. I do like the away jersey. It's nice. I do like someone, the Photoshop gradient away jersey. Someone on Twitter, <laughs> nice. Someone on Twitter said it was like an old printer running out of ink. <laughs> that is very accurate. <laughs> it, do, it, looks, it looks weird. It looks weird. It is. But I like that it also weird. looks semi-futuristic. For some yeah. reason, I enjoy yeah. that. Yeah. It's it's nice. Uh, it R. Is... Hayward on, on on Reddit said that he says, I dub the Fifty Shades of Blue. Stop. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Get I hope we here. have more chemistry than the two leads in that movie. Topical. Topical. I'm on you topical haven't jokes. seen that movie. I haven't. Isn't the thing that they do have chemistry? No. I think that joke's backwards. I think... I th- Everything I've heard is that the two lead actors... They don't get along? No, I've heard it's like watching two rocks in a, a box. I just made that wow. analogy up. Wow, <laughs> That movie made a lot of money. It did. And it's clear... The people that I hear complain about it are people like myself and Alex, mm-hmm. who this movie was absolutely not directed <laughs> towards. Listen. No, no, but that's, I appreciate that's who complains. Bridges of Madison County. Do you? <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but like this movie was clearly not directed mm. to the audience. That's like, oh, this is ridiculous. You were not the audience. No, and I was not, and you were not. We weren't the people that made it make ninety million dollars in it's February. Shocking, I know. Shocking. Anyway, yes, they got New Jersey somehow. We got to. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. The New Jerseys, I like. I like them. It would be kind of weird if we play inside the United States in away jerseys. Listen, they're in England. They're just second kits. That's what they call it. It's our second kit. But we don't call it that. We're no, not in that's a good point. That's yeah. as I like to mention. Anytime England is, I haven't had a meat pie. We recently. fought a war against these people. Two of them. Yeah. So we don't have to do things the way they no. do. No. We also beat them. The women's team beat them. 
Yes, they did. One to nothing. Now, should they have? Absolutely not. No. We did not look great. It was a poor performance by everyone involved. It was a poor performance by everyone involved. And in fact, one England goal was called back for offsides. And based on the replay, that was not offsides. Yeah. So we walked away with a win that should have been a draw. However, that's a W, and I'm pro-progress. And England needs to know that they are terrible. There were a lot times. of people on, on Twitter saying that the U.S. plays like a, a, an all-star team and not in a good way. Ooh, and that's an interesting... That is accurate. That actually nailed... That's That hits the nail on the head for what yeah. my issues are right now. Individual skill trumping, you know, chemistry. If you follow my show, The American Soccer Show, which you should, mm-hmm. it's very good. There's a very handsome man in it. I went on a rant a week ago about the women's national team, about how we looked a bit disorganized by Mm -hmm. a bit i mean a lot but this analogy of an all-star team but like the worst parts of an all-star right that's pretty accurate about how we look because there's clearly incredible talent on that team oh yes and you see it even when they're playing poorly you can tell individually they're good players yeah but they just don't look like they're on the same page no and you wonder it's hard not to to come back and look at the 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 coaching um to be totally honest with you I just... I have to go back to the coach every single time. Jill, when she took the team over, was doing well. Was doing well. But it's been... It's been a little rough going recently. It's been a little rough mm-hmm. going. And we're spoiled. This is a team that historically just wins. They yeah. just win. Yeah, yeah. It's reliably, they win. If this was any other team, I'd be happy. If this was how the U.S. men were playing, I'd be like, oh, okay, man, we're getting ready. Right, exactly. We're getting yeah. ready. It's, it's gonna, preparation it's gonna, time. It's prep time. Yeah. We're going to be okay. But this is a team that I want to win the Women's World Cup. That's in a couple of months. Yes. And I just, I'm not seeing it on the field. This doesn't look like a Women's World Cup winning team. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bit concerned by that. So I do have to go back to coaching, and I do wonder the type of coach that you need to have for a U.S. women's team needs to be like a Phil Jackson-like coach. You need a coach who just can deal with these personalities who think they're great because they are great. But you need someone who can manage that, who can wrangle these big egos. Well, maybe they're not big egos. Well, I don't, I don't know, know if it's ego. I don't know if that's what it is, but they, they, they just don't look like they're playing that well together. I think it's it's more of a... And I don't want to. I think I overstepped a little bit last time we talked about this when I was saying that there was, you know, um, there was sort of a this lackluster attitude amongst the team. I, I think it's just the team might have been used to playing in that method and and having simply every player go and beat the player opposite of them yep. and winning games. And it's just that's not good enough anymore. The field is caught up. It or has. at least at the top. Yeah. Now we can still show up against like Guatemala or something. Yeah, and of score course. Score eight goals and sure. be just embarrassed. But France team. played better football than us. France did, and they deserved to win, and they did win. Yes. And frankly, England was playing about as well as we were playing. And I would deserved agree. Deserved to draw. I would agree. These are the teams you're going to have to beat in the Women's World Cup. Mm-hmm. How are we going to beat Sweden playing like this? Who we're we not. play in the group stage? Yeah. And who, yours truly, I might be there to see that. I'm still What? There. I might fly, fly into Winnipeg Where? and check that out. Winnipeg. Oh, that's another city. And we, yeah, we had this discussion about Canadian cities. I can only name <laughs> very few. <laughs> On your first go around, you named four Canadian <laughs> cities. And I couldn't remember the name of one that I'd been to. Yeah, yeah isn't that sad? He didn't. He didn't name Ottawa, the capital of Canada. Like he, he, he didn't name Winnipeg. I thought like, you were the one that hated Canada. You hate them because you know, know them. thy enemy. Oh, <laughs> must know. Yeah, indeed. Nice. Mm-hmm. I know we're British Columbia. Sure. Right? Uh, speaking of World Cups, no, 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 not just yet. What? Women's oh. team related. Yeah. Women's national team forward, Cindy LaRue, has broken my tiny little heart. My tiny heart has been shattered into a million pieces. She is attractive. Oh, very. And someone else agreed with me that someone else is sporting Kansas City forward, Dom Dwyer, who has married He took a selfie after a goal one time. Did you see that? funny. I I loved it, yeah. I loved it. He's actually a very entertaining character. Would you rather Uh score a goal and then take a selfie 
or score a touchdown and then sign the ball like Terrell Owens did with the Sharpie and the sock. Ooh, okay. I would actually rather score the touchdown and sign the football. Really? And I'll tell you why. Because football is more popular in the United States. <laughs> more people will people see it. People will see it. That's a fair point. Because if I'm doing that, I'm doing it for attention. <laughs> of course. Uh, why, why, why else, why else, would, you why do else yes. would you do it? Indeed. So I want as many eyeballs okay. as Okay, all right. I just wanted get. to make sure. Guys, I have a whole system. Uh, Sydney LaRue, <laughs> Dom Dwyer, married. Good for them. Uh, all jokes aside, good for them. Although I will never leave my house. It again. was adorable the way they announced it. It was adorable with the the, the USA jersey with the Larue. I mean, and not her numbers too. Her his is fourteen. They did it on two fourteen, which is <sighs> Valentine's Day. It I was all too even, much. No, it's too much. Too, good for them. Right in the feels. Dom Dwyer, feels. as you may know, is apparently British. Good for him. But mm-hmm. he has never played for a British Correct. national team at any level, which means he could play for another team. The other team I want him to play for is the United States. Yes. Now, he has said he would suit up for the U.S. And he would yeah. like to do so. I mean, I think he would still rather pick England if that call came. I don't think that call's coming. But I don't it think came, it is either. I, th- I think, and the thing is, if it does come, it's going to come for Bradley Wright Phillips first. Probably. Of MLS players? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's just look at what we have here. Mm-hmm. He went to school in Florida. Yes. He has a green card, so he's a U.S. permanent resident. He does not count as an international slot for Correct. the in Kansas City. He recently bought a home in Kansas City. Yes. He is married to an American. Yes. My understanding of the complicated immigration laws in the United States <laughs> is that he can be an American as soon as 2017, which, yeah. as you may know, that's a year before... <laughs> The next World Cup. <gasps> that is he, enough time to get him oh into the team, Lord. get him ready. Get, also, he'll only be like 26 or something. or tw- I don't know. I have to look it up. But he, he'll still be at an age where I can say, yeah, he can still, he can still have it. And I would tell you that I, I legitimately think that forward is the biggest question mark for the United States. I, I love think- Josie, but who else? We saw this in the last World Cup. Like, who else is up there? Yeah, exactly. I love Zardes, but he's not Josie, and I don't think he ever will be. What can, what Zardes. happens is... I am on the Zardes bandwagon. I don't want people to think that I am not. What we found out in, in Brazil is that when you lose the target forward... The technical forwards do not make up the slack. Not for us. And it, well, exactly. We don't have that kind of talent. Now, Don Dwyer is an athlete. He's he's as fast as Charlie Davies was in his in his prime. Um, it's he's an exciting player to watch, regardless so of the selfies. Um, he's 24, by the way. He was okay. born in 1990. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so he's and we're old. Yeah, exactly. We're old. So he'll be 26 <laughs> in 2017. Yeah, and he'll be 27. In 2018. No. What? I don't think that math is correct. That math's not correct? Well, no. He's born in July. 30th of July. God, if you can you imagine if he was born on the 4th of July? Stop. I would <sighs> have to stop the podcast. That was a sad then, movie, first of all. Born then, on the 4th of July. Uh, one of Tom Cruise's better performances. Oh, yeah. Amazing acting. One of Tom Cruise's better What's this podcast about? Uh, mostly Tom Cruise movies. Okay. So, I would love to see that. Also, if Dom Dwyer and Cindy LaRue have children... You got you got to get your discovery claims in now. Those are some <laughs> yeah. athletes, indeed. Yes, they they have the genes for they it. I'll do. Tell you that much. They very much do. They have the genes, and they <laughs> they have parents who know how to play this game. I would say at least one of them, because I've decided they're having multiple children. Oh, at least yeah. one of course. It's going to suit up for the United States. Mark my words. You what can come I want. Back on this this is like what I want. Years. Golden boot. Wait, hang on. Let's do some really quick math here. So there's a, let's see, 2018, 2022, 2026, 2030. We're going to be here for Golden 2034 World Cup. Golden and boot? then the 2035 Women's World Cup. For Johnny and, and Dwyer. And, and Terry Dwyer. Wins both Golden Boots. The Dwyer Twins? The Dwyer Twins. The Dwyer Twins are going to win. That would be one Can you imagine? Story. It would I be. And we were here. Called it. We called, called it. it first. Called Listen, it. Gingers, you heard it from the mouth of the burning bush. The burning bush. <laughs> the burning bush of You are nonsense. Moses in this scenario. <laughs> For the first time ever. I like that I've Can decided... I use my terrible segue now? Oh, please, but can I just mention that I love I that I invented the Dwyer twins? Go you ahead. You did. What were their names? Terry and what? Uh, I've already forgotten. Terry is t- wait, is Terry the girl or the Terry boy? Terry was the girl. It was with an I. Yeah, because uh, that's a popular name nowadays. It'll be the future. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Hello. Oh, dear. I want you all to know that the Straight Red podcast The official mascot, mad mascot. Luca the dog. Only wants my attention. Ugh. Also, Luca the dog is wearing a sweater. He's Go ahead best. and do your terrible Notably, segment. a red sweater. Red sweater. 
He's dressed straight for the red. Get it? Are you guys ready for this? This is the sweat. Not, the segue. I'm not, I'm not ready. From one World Cup to another World Cup. That wasn't that bad. I think if it didn't have the preface, it would have worked better. I should. You're saying I should just not not you know, mention play you up do my segue. segues. And in fact, used it as a segue. The 2022 World Cup in Qatar. Very controversial for a lot of reasons. Some of which we just don't have the time to go into because it's too sad. Yeah. It's way too well, sad. Well, just know, controversial. Maybe just know that that when we make light of, of the, the FIFA World Cup selection process and, the, and the, the World Cup in Qatar, it is not in ignorance of what's happening there, um, which I think we speak for the two of us and the dog. I definitely speak for the dad personally. That, well, he can't talk. That Someone has to speak for him. It's, it's like depressing, and, and we wish it wasn't happening. And I think we should call them and say, hey, listen, we could do it like next week if y'all want to. It's that is absolutely true. I maintain the stance that the United States can do a World Cup with uh, only a year's worth of notice. Oh, easy. Yeah. But anyway, what we're going to talk about was, basically, if you've sort of put two and two together with the stealth extension of Fox's broadcasting rights into the winter, we're going to win a World Cup. Now, that was sort of assumed or guessed at, I guess was the better term, for quite some time because of the temperatures that happened in Qatar. John Oliver famously said it's, it's about as equivalent as the Super Bowl being played in a lake, um, the weather that they have in, in Qatar in, in July. Um, I mean, you think like Alabama and Mississippi's hot. Oh, my oh, goodness. Okay. How do you not know? During the selection process, that it gets unbearably hot in the Middle East in the middle of summer. Set Blatter doesn't think that the Middle East is an actual place. Apparently not. The reaction that they had about, oh, wait, it gets to 105 in July? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's the desert. Yeah. How did we not know this? Now, I do remember their bid about air-conditioned stadiums. Still unclear. How many? How, like 10 air-conditioned stadiums. Or how something. is that going to work? How I do you air-condition an outdoor location? Well, they have the oil. They do have oil. But how do you do that? Yeah. Well, apparently you can't. They're going to do it in the wintertime. <laughs> when it's only 90. <laughs> when, yeah, when it drops down to a, a temperate 93 mm-hmm. degrees. If uh, because clearly that's the only thing in the way. Of having a World Cup in a country where you can get whipped Ugh. 40 times for being publicly drunk. <laughs> That's the other thing. You can't drink there at all. What kind of party is this? This podcast wouldn't exist if we couldn't drink. That's very true. <laughs> so many decisions would be done properly. Tonight's podcast brought to you by the Spetzel Brewing Company, Shiner, Texas. Texas. Come get some! Oh, I like that. It's better some? than everything's bigger in Texas. Yeah, they should Some things me. aren't. Come get some. Come get some. I like Come it. get some. You should write. Texas. You should like apply to work for the Texas Tourism <laughs> Board. Because when no. I think of you, I think of Texas. Texas. <laughs> Jeff Ross. Texas. Qatar. I'm sorry. I'm taking <laughs> your World Cup back. This yeah. is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. If you're a European league, you have to be furious right now. November is what I was reading today from a Grant Wall reporting. Well, what's better, November or like February? They're both terrible for the no, European no, league. All of it's awful. Yeah, exactly. But I've got to be furious about this mm-hmm. just think right now there are teams in the fa cup and you know quarterfinals and semifinals of of both cups coming up champions league matches right now are about as high caliber as they're going to get are we in the last 16 right now the champions so. league yeah correct me if i'm wrong gingers but i believe we're in the last 16 yeah ima- okay now let's take you know 150 of the world's best players out of all these competitions. It's ridiculous. You don't have the competition is what happens. Exactly. That whole thing has to be rescheduled in some way. I would be furious. You know how many dollars you're talking about? Oh, sure. This works out great for Major League Soccer. It does. They don't play during that time of year. Don Garber's going to get on a a conference call and rant and say, this is why we picked this schedule. And we're going to stick to it. Wait, what? Does he sound like that? I know, not really. I've heard him talk in person. He doesn't sound like that. I don't do it. Don Garber. No, you should work on one. Come get some! <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, this is stupid. The whole thing's stupid. But I maintain, as I did a minute ago, that the United States of America could take on a World Cup with less, well, with a year's notice. Sure. There are enough stadiums with a high enough capacity in the United States right now that you, it's just a scheduling issue. Exactly. And yeah. if, you, if you did it in the summertime, those stadiums aren't even occupied. Most of them Because football anyway, yeah. doesn't play in the summer. Yeah. I'm obviously imagining mostly NFL and college football stadiums you would use sure. for this. Because you need to be able to seat 60,000 plus. There aren't that many MLS stadiums that size. Could By you not imagine? Many, I mean none. 
didn't Manchester United play a game in Ann Arbor at the Big House? They sold all. It was sold out. One hundred and ten thousand people. That's amazing. Isn't it the most people that's ever seen soccer I think. in the United States? In the United States. In the United States, that's absolutely. incredible. And you can do that now in the U.S. Sure, of course. Now the '94 World Cup was very well attended. Yes, in it fact, was. my understanding is it still holds I think it is. attendance records. I believe it still does. Cup. Yeah. But if you came back oh, and did the World Cup in the United States. You it, you it would almost be impossible to get a ticket. Like you would sell out whatever venue it is. It doesn't matter what venue it is. My beloved, it doesn't matter how many seats it is. It doesn't even matter who's playing in that game. My beloved Virginia Tech Hokies are playing a game at Bristol Motor Speedway in Bristol, Tennessee. One hundred sixty-five thousand seats. They'll sell that. Do out. that for soccer. That's oh what I'm saying. Oh my god! If you you could do that, especially if you had a game that was Daytona two hundred sixty two hundred and fifty some thousand. I think. If you had the U.S. Oh. playing, say I don't know Brazil, uh, Mexico. Oh, there we go. What am I thinking? U.S. v Mexico <laughs> in the South. <laughs> oh. Thank you very much. Luscious in the South. I'm People would excited. be supporting America, and they don't even know the game because right. they're just so proud to be. Amer- it's oh, like that Budweiser God. commercial. It is. We're not fussy. We're not fussy. <laughs> I you, am you could sell. I don't know if you could sell two sixty, but you could sell one fifty. Oh, easy. Oh, in a heartbeat. Maybe not in a heartbeat. You, well, That's not a in a heartbeat. But you could sell one hundred and fifty thousand tickets. Um, mark my words, ladies and gentlemen. You could sell one hundred fifty thousand tickets to a U.S. versus Mexico game yeah. if it was a World Cup game. Oh my God! In the South, yeah. I'm going. Yeah, you can't do two legal reasons. I guess going back to Qatar, my my question becomes. If you realized, as we all did, that we you would have did. to move it to the winter to begin with, why do it in the first place? Why do it? Well, we all know the answer is bribery. But, yeah. but Corruption. This just points out not that anyone anywhere in the world in any doubt that FIFA is the world's most corrupt organization. It's a, that it's, is not a government. It's almost sarcastically corrupt. They are cartoonishly corrupt. Like Mr. Burns looks at what they yes. do and he's like, nah, man, I can't even get on that level. They're like they're like the bad guy organizations in, in Saturday morning cartoons. Exactly. Like, what is this? You're going out of your way to Wait, be. Wait, what's the bad guy from Inspector Gadget? Uh, uh Doctor Claw. Yeah. I'll get you gadget next time. And you he has a cat. Name. Yeah, he has a cat. Well, we've got a dog. Didn't they turn his chair around one time and it was just a hand? Mind blown, man. If that happened, my mind just got blown right now. We're gonna watch that video just later. Weird. We're gonna have to check. <laughs> what would out. you do though? If I if, saw if a you hand? were if you were Penny <laughs> Inspector Gadget's niece with a book that has a computer in it, which at the time was amazing, but now would be a bulky device. Exactly, and you you're like, listen, Claw, I'm I'm in your house and I'm coming to get you, and you turn around, just a prop hand, hand prop, mind blown. I mean, now where do you go from there? Because you don't know what you're up against. Exactly. It's been a prop the entire time. I know. Probably Your whole world flipped upside down. It flipped upside down. They should have made it Inspector Gadget. Just make the whole thing just crazy. Did you see that Matthew Broderick one? No, and I never will. It looked terrible. Moving on. Moving um, on. Speaking of other places that sell tickets, I'm Ooh. not going to reference my segue. Um, you just did. That well, counts. We were Orlando ahead. City has already announced they've sold 40,000 tickets. To the opening match between Orlando City and New York City FC. And I've got something exciting to say. Two of those are mine. Mm-hmm. So, and what he means to say by that is, I got a text message that, that like, mere moments after they announced that. And it says, I panicked. I was afraid we weren't going to get <laughs> I seats. did. Honest to God. And he bought us tickets. Honest to God. Because they'd only been available. Wait, did I pay you for those? I'll double check. Because you better. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you did. Anyway, uh... They'd only be, the single game tickets had only been available for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. A couple of days. And they sent out a tweet or something. They're like, yeah, we sold 40,000. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to sell out the whole thing. Yeah. We won't get any seats. Right. And I was really concerned that the only seats that'd be available would be the seats that cost like $300. Right, exactly. And then the cheap seats are available, and that's what I got. Because I am not breaking the bank for I this. will tell you that I failed in my mission to have Jeff Ross sit with a third rail. Listen, right. railers, la- railers, I tried really hard. We still might see you before the game. We, we're still talking about that one. <laughs> like any marriage, Jeff and I, <laughs> we talk man? about we talk about things. We do talk. We, we do. Communication. I've basically forced him to go to Orlando, but now that we're going, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot more discussion involved. And like, listen. do you want gold or silver aviators for the car? 
I'm, I'm going with gold. You would look good in gold. Thank you very much. It's very kind of you. I, on the other hand, am extremely pale. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, um, we're going to have a blast. That trip, by the way, is only 16 days away. No, the trip, wait, the trip is 15 days away. <sighs> well, but when we land, it's going to be 16 days. See, okay. Because we land like 12, everybody, 15, right? Everybody strap in. So <laughs> we, yes, leave we, leave, on... we, leave, we leave New York on March 7th, which is what, Saturday? Yes, late okay, so Saturday. I have but to we work leave that at day. like 9 p.m. or 10 p.m. or something. Yeah. We get into Orlando technically the next day. Right. Now, I get where you're coming from that the trip starts upon departure. I think that's the argument. I you're think making. so. The trip I'm starts arguing. when you drink your first Apple Teeny. My first Apple Teeny? I have yes. to be in Orlando. Okay, fair Apple enough. Teeny. I don't think they're going to serve those on the All plane. All right. Although I will be drinking on this plane. I was just on a plane, and they had Woodford Reserve bourbon, and I was excited what? about it. I know. Where were you going? Oh, that was the Atlanta trip. Yeah, yeah. They Delta. different down south. Delta has impressed me lately. Don't screw it up, Delta. You're on notice, Delta. <laughs> You're on notice. So this trip is either 15 or 16 days oh, away. Oh, wait. No, we, we land... At 11.46 Oh, my God. Okay, fine. It's 15 days. Two weeks. 15 days. Two weeks. In two weeks, we're going to be in Orlando. I took the liberty of spelling your name with a J because I was, oh, I was just correcting, <laughs> correcting the you mistake on your birth certificate. In, you are in the doghouse. This marriage <laughs> is falling apart. Falling apart. Oh. So, all jokes aside, yeah. 40,000 tickets mm-hmm. for an inaugural match? Yes. Phenomenal. Listen, I'm so proud of you, Orlando City. They're doing a phenomenal and job. And i got to be totally honest with you. I hope that we generate as much excitement around our first game. What I really hope happens is that we kick Orlando's butt. <laughs> uh, because that would be great. And As or- usual, I have to mention the disclaimer that Alex Kibler is yes. a NYCFC. Card-carrying member of the third rail. Season ticket holder. Yes. He's all in, folks. He's all in. I, however, own one ticket to the <laughs> New York City FC game. I do have a ticket to uh, to that opening match, lovingly located near a foul pole. Indeed, yes. You uh, might have your... F- I hope it's not obstructed. <sighs> I'm going to be so upset if I that's thought about... Here. I will tell you, this is the first time I've ever bought season tickets and had to think about, okay, where's the foul pole? Baseball it season matters. tickets are expensive. There's 81 games. That's a lot of games. 81. Um, my understanding is there's 700 baseball games every season. Well, they play multiple games a day. They do. Well, sometimes they do that. That's called a double, double headers. Yeah. Seven days a week. <laughs> sure. The entire year. That doesn't happen. That's not a thing. Baseball is always. But baseball's back. Oh, They're training in. Oh. Pitchers and catchers reported. So Orlando and City sold a... 40,000 okay, tickets. Sorry. I just, I don't enjoy baseball. Okay, City, fair enough. Let's do Orlando it. Orlando City sold 40,000 tickets, which is yeah. very, very impressive. I hope they and fill I it. think they will. Yeah. I think they will, because that was announced about a week ago. They have a couple more weeks to hype it up and get the, uh, I looked this up today, 65,000 is Citrus Bowl. is now 65,000. Yeah. Uh, they could actually sell it out. Other fun thing that happened today, I got a phone call from the Orlando City <laughs> Soccer Club. They left me a voicemail because I didn't answer the call because yeah. it was a call from Florida. Yeah. And they were calling to ask if I was interested in buying season tickets. Yeah. They only have apparently 2,000 season tickets left. That's amazing. Those things are capped, but I yeah. mean, that, that's yeah, still yeah. really, really impressive. Yeah, it really is. Good for you guys. But... I don't live in Orlando, and I think that should have been clear from my billing address. Oh, I get I get promotional offers from all kinds of people. My favorite now this doesn't make you know it's not that outrageous. I went to a playoff game at, at Red Bull a few years ago, and I went this most recent. My I will tell you that the far and away the best thing that has happened about me buying that ticket is that every so often I get a call from the most depressed sad woman offering me <laughs> to come back to Red Bull Arena and uh, then I'm going to do my impression of what these strapping. what these voicemails are like are you ready I'm ready okay hi so I saw that you have purchased tickets I just wanted you to know that with the playoffs are they're really really kicking off and we need to you know 
we want you to come help out and support the team. So call us at. Uh, I swear that's how she talks. Oh, man, that's great. It's that's incredible. Great. I'm that's going to great. record it. I think I you still should. have one saved. You should. And I will put it. I will put it on put Twitter it on, after this. On, yeah, put it on. Put it It'll on. be great. Uh, I have also purchased Red Bull tickets, and they do call me, but I, I don't get the lady. It's always always some dude who calls me. Is he excited? He, he's he's not necessarily excited, but he's very New York. Oh yeah. He's he, you know <laughs> no very New York. He's like, Hey, I saw you. Uh, you bought those tickets. Oh, look at you! Oh, hey, we got more going on. We gotta need you in the stands. <laughs> Season tickets. Hey, big guy, deal for you. Whoa, forget about it. It's like that. That was good. That was solid. I do comedy from time you to time. Do. You're he's from Minnesota. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota and Illinois. Yeah, I was born in Illinois, raised in Minnesota, and this is the whole thing why I'm trying to become a Minnesota United FC fan. And for some reason, I'm not a Chicago Fire fan. Yeah, that's weird. I moved before the fire started. Ah, the team, not the Great Chicago Fire in the 1800s. I would hope you moved after that. I did. Otherwise, you are almost sarcastically old. Why would that be sarcastic? I don't know. That didn't. That wasn't funny. Vampirism is very serious. I know. <laughs> Stick with me Indeed. if you want to live. So very impressive sales. I'm very impressed with that team. Mm-hmm. I, it, I do still have my concerns about their technical and coaching staff. Yeah. But we'll see we will. on the field. You mentioned Maybe. just now, though, Minnesota. And I think their odds are improving because Las Vegas this past week um, announced that they were withdrawing their bid to be an MLS franchise. Which, you know, they were always, I think, sort of on the outside looking in. It felt fringe to me. Yeah, I mean, certainly it's an entertainment city. I'm not trying to say that that city can't support a professional sports team. But when you have established teams in Sacramento, and then you have all kinds of money in Minnesota, um, it's hard to see them winning those 23rd and 24th spots. I just... I, I just didn't buy it. There were a lot of question marks about both this particular ownership group, yeah. the stadium plan, which the, the, the renderings were great, but it oh, still yes. needed to get through you know, several different layers of uh, government approvals, as these things must. Yeah. But something about it, and I can't quite put my finger on it, something about it just didn't feel quite right. Not right now. Right. They're up against Sacramento, who I feel should have been an MLS team at this point. Oh, I would agree, yeah. They've, they've got, paid their dues. They've got 20,000-plus showing up for lower league games. Yeah, it's amazing, really. It's it's legitimately amazing. That is... They, they broke Orlando City's records. Yeah, exactly. And Orlando City was the, the story of, like, this is amazing. I know that San Jose's going to throw a fit if they get a, a franchise, but... Yeah, that would be within Think their... about the rivalry. Oh. Think about the derby that they would have. And Sacramento has uh, doesn't Precky first coach of all them? largest outdoor bar in America. I'm sorry, I can't it talk is. about San Jose without talking about. We need the to largest. go out to a Via Stadium. We do. We need but to find. A way. I feel that this has now, you know, inhibited our excuses for why we could go to Las Vegas. We <laughs> That's ha- true. We would have had That's an true. excuse. We had an excuse, like an almost legitimate excuse. Let's just say we have a conference. We, what a <laughs> soccer podcasting a soccer conference? Podcast conference. We have My cousin through. once went to Las Vegas because he went to a concrete conference. <laughs> that is not a joke. That actually happened. <laughs> that is huge business for Vegas, by the way. What, concrete? Conference? Oh, no. Oh, no. Con- okay, I'm sorry. Conferences. Miss- conferences. Yeah. Because people will do whatever conference they want there because yeah. they know people will show up and they'll be in Las Vegas. Of course they will. You know, saying like, oh, let's do a conference in St. Louis. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. No, thanks. Sacramento, I think, should get the Sorry, St. Louis. We didn't mean anything by that. I meant a little. We bit. love you. I've been there. I, I went there when Mark McGuire the was in his home West. run season. I saw him I hit a the, home run in that season. I call that the juicing season. Yeah, well, I mean, accurately, yes. Gateway to the West, ladies and gentlemen. Indeed. Gateway to the West. Sacramento should get the next one. Sacramento oh, should get so. the next one. They they seem almost turnkey ready. They just need to officially oh, yeah. become an MLS team. Open and the door, and there they go. They're, yeah. they're going. They already have a stadium deal. Yeah. They already have the land. They own the land. They already have the investors. They have they have NBA backing. Yeah. Uh, wasn't, isn't it the owners of the Kings? Oh, I'm not sure. But... I think it's the Sacramento Kings. It's part of the ownership. Yeah. It's like they, they have the dollars. They have Precky, I believe, coaches them. Correct mm-hmm. if I'm wrong. Who has MLS coaching history is an MLS player. I will tell wise. you right now, if every team in the lower levels is at the level of Sacramento, 
why would you not have promotion relegation? Now, that's a whole different can of worms. It's a whole different can of worms. But listen. I think this is achievable, that you could have lower league teams at this level. Sacramento, and for that matter, San Antonio, which we did not talk about today, but San Antonio uh, Scorpions play very well. Yes. They have their own stadium already. Yes. Uh, Toyota. It's one of the Toyota fields. <laughs> we I, should I really look this up. I'm going to look it up for our next podcast. You said listen. that last time. <laughs> I've said this many a time. Uh, they play in one of the Toyota Stadium's sure. fields or parks. Indeed, yeah. They play in one of those. Yeah. Uh, th- there are teams in the lower leagues who I feel like uh, – Indy 11 in Indianapolis. Yes. People show up in force for that. Uh, I believe that their the stadium got got through its first council hearing and, and is, is sort of on the road to being – On the road to being built. Yeah. It, it's like – that stadium looks – Looks great. How a Pink Floyd album sounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy, but I dig it. It's nice. I do. I understand the problems and why we do not have promotion relegation in the United yes. States. And it really comes down to the structure of leagues in the U.S. is vastly different from a legal standpoint than leagues are uh, in Europe or anywhere else for that matter. Correct. Where we have, uh, in all North American sports, very strong league structure and teams they're called franchises for a reason right exactly you purchase that franchise from the league whereas everywhere else the club is the business entity yeah it is the club and the club is how you move them up and down yeah but i kind of am going to the route of the crazy people who are saying that's what they want to see i think i'm not going to become this weird political madman online who was like oh if you don't have this it's some kind of uh something or fly a plane over the plane or anything or the uh but when I final. see a team, Chivas USA, rest in peace. Yeah, like that team doesn't deserve to be in no. the US. No, and there, then you see teams in lower leagues: Orlando Sacramento. City, Sacramento. Well, Orlando City's moved up, but like Sacramento, yeah. San Antonio, yeah. potentially Indy Eleven. If they could start winning some games, yeah. they have great fans, great support, but they need to win some games. I agree. Um, but if those teams could play their way in, Minnesota United, if they could play their way in, those teams would be super supported, and they're often in places that it's going to be tough. To put together the hundred million dollar, you know, franchise fee that yeah. is going to charge. You. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I speaking of stadiums, though, have you seen the Manchester City's uh, football academy, the uh, the academy stadium? You know, I, I have. It. I because it. I watched a soccer game that my team played. It actually happened. His voice went up six octaves. Oh, my God. It was amazing. We won our first game. You did. So if you aren't paying attention, you know, MLS preseason's happening. There's games all over the place. There really are. Jovinko is playing his first game tonight, I believe, as we're recording. This will be in the past for those of you who are listening to this podcast. But my dog and my cat need to know (laughs) that it's happening right now. But we looked great in that first game. City looked amazing. Possessed the ball well. Um, there, I think there's some, a couple of, 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 you know, highlighted, uh, players, some, some stars in the making, if you will. And Sebastian Velasquez, uh, Poku, um, Tony Taylor all looked really amazing actually in both games, including the, the, the second game that, where we lost against Bronby. But I'm excited about the, 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 uh, the prospects of this team. I really am. They look pretty sharp. Yeah, they actually, really they did. look very sharp, especially for a team that frankly, didn't exist. Yeah. Like they're not a team. I think you clean up some of that passing in the final third. They are they have work. Yeah, they have they work, have work to, do. to do. But they look pretty strong in St. Marin. A team that I'm gonna go out on the limb and say is bad. Yeah. Well they're certainly not good. Scotland, I know you watch I know you watch the Scottish Premier League <laughs> for some reason. But that's a weak league that has only two teams. Yeah. And then everybody else is garbage. You know that, this that, is that Rangers that's is getting... not in the league I anymore, right? Know. Okay. I do know that. Just it's been going that. on for years. Yep. And uh, they they may not get automatically promoted this year. You know, I for, think they're going to oh, have to no, go into the playoffs. They're behind Hearts. Yeah, I think they're going to have to go to the playoffs. We've discussed Hearts of Midlothian. Because the name's weird. It's amazing. Uh, but they sound like they're from Lord of the Rings. They but St. <laughs> Mirren is in the relegation battle from the Scottish Premier League. I don't know. If You're this... not impressed? First of all, I saw this game. I think that's worth pointing out. Oh, okay. And I, I think NYCFC actually looked really good. I agree. The thing about St. Mirren is I don't know if this is even an MLS quality team. I don't know if they are. Maybe I not. don't know if they are. Or if they are, they're a lower level and i'm trying not to drink too much kool-aid from these two games and i will tell you against against, bronby which was a better team and bronby you know 
the two goals that we can see were off of just frankly terrible mistakes that you're hoping will get you know sort of cleared up in the preseason. Um, but the thing that I really gleaned from it was that I I don't see us struggling against the bottom half of the league. No. Now, are we going to? You're, are, I don't know if you can beat New England. No, and I don't think we're at a New England level. I don't think we're at a, a DC United level. I don't think we're at an LA Galaxy level or a Seattle Sounders level. Not at an LA Galaxy. level. No, of course not. not. But I do think that I think that this team can compete for a playoff spot. I'm not. I'm not going to go and say that I'm going to pick us for a playoff spot. I'm I not. will. I am picking NYCFC to make the playoffs this season. I don't think that's a crazy prediction. This first season. I actually, I'm taking both the expansion teams. I think both, both NYCFC and I'm taking Orlando City. Both of them are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be right at the bottom of the playoffs. Yeah, but I think they're going to make the playoffs in the first season. Yeah, I do. I really um, do. I mean, I, who? The thing is with the East, you're losing Kansas City. That is, that's what changed that's so my huge. whole thing. Losing yeah. Kansas City changes the equation in the East. Yeah, I agree. you only really have. You only really have two good teams. <laughs> you have New England. Yeah. And as long as DC stays healthy, you have DC United. Yeah. And then you have you have you Then know, everyone eight, else. You have eight teams competing for those last four spots. And you I don't fifty percent chance. And I will go on a limb here, and this might be a prediction. Now this is this is a prediction here. The the last place team in the East. Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. The last place team in the East will not be more than twelve points out of a playoff spot. Oh, I agree with you. Okay. I think the last team in the East won't truly be a, like, a garbage. good team? <laughs> they, won't, they definitely won't be good. <laughs> definitely won't be good. But yeah. they're gonna, it's going to be interesting who, yeah. comes, who comes in last. Can we have a game? I know I'm back to our weird promotion and relegation thing. But can yeah. we have a game at the end of the season uh-huh. where you have the best of the NASL play the worst of the MLS? Or like have some just some kind of outside game where they play. I know this can the, happen. To you the US just Open solve Cup. promotion and relegation. Like we the just best have team plays in, the worst team in the second tier, and, and then that's plays it. the worst team. We're gonna the just do winners one team. in MLS the next the next season. We just do but one in, so, one team. But yeah, if you're if you're San Jose or whoever finished last last year, um, you got to beat uh, what was the Scorpions who won last? Yeah, year? you got to beat San Antonio. And if you do, you stay in. You but stand. if you lose, you you're lose playing San... for your livelihood. Oh one my game. god, that's amazing! Just one game. We won't do the. Three, you heard the it three here, down, Gingers. We just do one game, Gingers. You heard it here first, Gingers. Also, if you have any other ideas, Love bright you. or otherwise, the ways that you can reach us are as follows: at Straight Red Pod on the Twitter, at Jeff is famous on the Twitter, at Alex S Kibler on the Twitter, at no, that's it on the Twitter. Um, the email address. Straight, oh, yeah. Straight red at iCloud.com. You can send us an email if you want to talk about us. We do have Facebook now. We're on the Facebook <laughs> like a mom and mom jeans. Um, we have almost... Wait a minute. I'm going to check it right now. Last I checked, we have almost two decimal... Pl- no, not decimals. Yeah. Double digits. That's what I'm trying to say. Wow. Double this digit man has fans a on Facebook. Are you ready for this? Nine. It's nine. <laughs> That's not double digits. No, that it's Virginia not. Tech education oh, is paying off. It's really great, right? Pride of Blacksburg, right here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, there was a guy, Nicholas Grayson. Thank you for posting on our Facebook page. He says that this is the best soccer podcast on the whole of the internet, and I find that dubious. <laughs> hey, don't mock our one fan. Keep listening, Nicholas. We need you. That's all we got. That's all we got. You have anything, uh, Jeff? Well, I had a blast. I did have a great time. Straight red plex. Indeed. Full of dogs and all that. Well, there's only one dog. That's enough to fill the straight. Go forth in soccer. Get out of here. Boo! That was awful. I hate that so much. That's why I keep doing it. Side mic. Side mic. See? Like you talk here. You talk here. And and the microphone's here. Not in front. It's probably wrong. It is almost (laughs) certainly wrong. I saw Mike Greenberg do it on ESPN one time. And you decided he's a professional. Hey, he's done this for a long time. He's done it for a while. Greeny, they call him. Yeah. I like that show, actually. It's a good show. Mike and Mike is funny. Yeah. Yeah. They're both funny. In my mind, I want to see this. I know you compared us to, uh, uh, what is it? I was going to say Top Car. Top Gear. Thank you. Top Car is not a show. Top Car. Top Car. Want to be like Top Car. <laughs> uh, in my mind, I'm looking at a Mike and Mike kind of thing. As oh. far as our... Wait, wait, wait. R- One of us is the... 
like intellectual weenie one. kid, and I'm the fat one. Okay, <laughs> as long as we're clear on the roles, just need to know who the fat one. is. Yeah, that's the uh, real question anyway, here. 